0: hundreds of clients to bring you what's working now conversations. I'm pulling back the curtain to bring you real stories from real people, including myself. We're going to talk about everything from how to get clarity on your vision, creating systems so you can automate and delegate, how to hire a kick-ass team that creates raving, returning and referring clients. you ready to scale your business but you're not sure where to start you can take my free two-minute quiz to uncover the secret strengths of your agency owner personality type you'll discover how you can use your strengths to scale and streamline your business without compromising you head to the show notes for the link sundrajulian.co forward quiz Hey friend and welcome to episode 77 of Business Your Way. Today I'm answering a question that I got from a listener to the podcast. Every week I reach out and I ask you if there is anything that you want me to cover on the podcast, there is a link in the show notes, sandrajulian.co forward slash Me. If you, there are any topics that you want me to cover on the podcast, you can leave me a message or flick that topic through to me via that link and I will prepare an episode that directly answers your question. So today I'm answering a question asked by a listener, because she wanted to ensure that she had enough consistent business to make more staff a worthwhile investment, and did I have any advice for her? So that's what we're diving into today on the podcast, but before we get started and I answer that question, I want to ask you a favor. I would really, really, really appreciate it if you could share this podcast with a friend or a colleague. For the month of February, I'm running a prize draw as an incentive for you to share this podcast. So many more people can have access to the strategies, systems and support that is available right here on this podcast for free. If you use all of the strategies and systems that I'm giving you on the podcast to support your business growth and you take action and implement these strategies and systems, your business will grow. I have got no doubt about that. So every time you share the podcast on your social media and you tag me, all of my tags are in the show notes to all of my social media. So if you share it on social media, whether that's Facebook or Instagram or wherever, I'm on social media and you're on social media, you can tag me. And I will put one entry into the prize draw for every time you share and tag. If you leave me a review on Apple Podcast, you'll get two entries into the prize draw. I've popped a link to the Apple Podcast in the show notes. You don't have to use the Apple Podcast player on your phone to be able to leave a review. And it's a prize drawer, so there are prizes. You'll go in the drawer to win two full focus planners, one linen standard and one linen pocket planner. This will give you six months of a physical planner. Each planner is for one whole quarter. And these planners are built on the latest science in productivity and goal setting. With a simple three-step system, you can connect your big annual goals to your daily actions so you're always making progress in the direction you want to go. And then in addition to these two full focus planners, you will get four weeks of coaching with me so that you can end the daily overwhelm and you can multiply your success faster by using the full focus planner and having the support of a coach for four weeks so I can help you move forward in your business. Use the planners, set your goals, break those down into daily actions and get things done. So if you could help me out and get this podcast into the ears of more people, more small business owners, that would be amazing. All right, are you ready to dive into today's episode? Let's do this. Now, I'm sure that this listener who asked me this question, she is not the only small business owner wondering how you hire with confidence that your business can sustain hiring that extra help. Because ideally, you want to hire more staff before you actually need to. Because if you don't hire the help before you actually need it, you're going to find that you and your current team will be overcommitted You know, when that extra work comes in, when your workload increases. So this can feel like a bit of a chicken and egg scenario. Do I hire before I need it or do I get the work before I hire? So let's dive into, you know, my recommendations around how you would handle this in your business. So firstly, you need to dive into your financials you need to have a clear understanding of your business finances. It's important to have a good understanding of your current financial state. This includes your current income, your current expenses, and your current profit margin. This information will give you a good basis on which you can then prepare a budget. And a budget is nothing more than a forecast into the future of your financial position or your financial status or what you project your financials will be in the future. Not many people like that word budget, but you know the budget is going to help you project your future revenue, your future expenses, and your future profit margin. That's its whole purpose. And then this will give you a clear picture of how your business will perform in the coming months, which is the crucial piece in determining whether or not you can afford to hire additional staff. So when you are preparing your budget, you need to include the costs associated with hiring. And if you're just hiring one new staff member, you need to include the cost of hiring that staff member such as their salary, any benefits that will come with that. You know, if you are in New Zealand, you need to think about KiwiSaver, what your employer contribution is to KiwiSaver. I'm sure in other countries, it's a retirement fund. So KiwiSaver in New Zealand is a retirement fund. I think I've heard, you know, people in the US call it a 401k or something of that nature. Don't quote me there. I'm sure... You know, Australia, UK have similar um, type benefits that employers contribute to. So you have to think about what benefits, whether there are other benefits that your business offers. So like a paid day off on a birthday, that's something that we offer in my business is none of my team are expected to work on their birthday and it's a paid day off for them. You have to factor in training for the new staff as well as the potential increase in revenue that any additional staff member is going to bring to your business. Because hiring a new staff member should increase your income. You should be creating more capacity in your team and that extra capacity should be generating more revenue. And if that hire that you're making isn't creating the more revenue, but they are freeing up your time to create more revenue, then either way, a new hire should be creating more space in your business to create that revenue. So by comparing your projected costs with your projected revenue, you can determine whether the investment in that additional staff member is likely to be profitable for your business in the long term. So getting a handle on your current financial status and being able to project what that looks like in the coming months is step one. Next, you need to focus on increasing your income and From the question that I got, I get a sense that this is the piece that the listener was nervous about. You know, if you're listening to this podcast, I get a sense from your question that this is the piece that you were really nervous about, being unsure whether your business is going to generate the revenue to support you hiring another team member. And there are some ways that you can increase your confidence in knowing that the revenue is going to come. The revenue is going to happen. It's just, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. So this next step that we need to give some focus is making sure that your business has a solid business plan. And When I refer to a business plan, this doesn't have to be the traditional 20-page business plan with all the non-important information in it. But it does need to identify what you do, how you do it, and who you do it for. I have a one-page business lifestyle canvas that is essentially a one-page business plan. And it captures exactly that. It captures what I do, how I do it, and who I do it for. Your business plan should also include your accountability chart that details the roles and responsibility that your business needs to deliver its services to the people you serve. As your business grows... You'll hire for all the seats in your accountability chart. So your accountability chart is not an org chart. It doesn't just document the people that you have in your organization. The accountability chart maps out all the roles and responsibilities required to deliver the services that you provide to the people you serve. And when you're a small, like two to three person business or even a small one to two person business, it's likely that one person will be responsible for many of those roles and responsibilities within your accountability chart. So once you've got clarity on your business plan and your accountability chart, next is the job of establishing a strong marketing strategy and tracking your sales pipeline. Because this is the other crucial piece in determining the right time to hire more staff. This helps inform your finances. It helps inform your budget so you can predict that projected revenue. A strong marketing strategy will help you attract and retain clients which is essential in generating consistent revenue for your business and I find this is where small businesses don't give a lot of attention and then you fall into the space where you're not sure how you're going to create consistent income into your business. Usually The lack of consistent income can be directly related to not having a marketing strategy. So your marketing strategy needs to document who your target market is, identify what their needs are or what their pay points are, and then develop a plan to effectively reach and attract and engage your ideal client then it's also important to create a system that allows you to track your sales pipeline. And what I mean by this is that you need some way of tracking your potential sales from initial contact with that prospective client all the way through to the close of the sale. Because by having this Um, system in place whereby you are tracking your sales pipeline, you can gain insight into how many leads are in your pipeline, how many are likely to convert into sales, and when are those sales likely to sign on the dotted line. And then once they're signed on the dotted line, then you can get to work. That's when you earn your income. This information can help you to make more informed decisions about when to hire more staff. It gives you a clear picture of how much revenue you can expect to generate in the future. And then that figure you're able to put into your budget and know that they are reliable figures that you're Putting into that budget, the projected revenue that you're putting into your budget is reliable. Implementing a process so you have visibility of your sales pipeline changes everything in your business. It becomes a reliable way of predicting what revenue your business will make in the coming months. And after you do this for a while, you'll be able to analyze your data in order to calculate what your conversion rate is. For example, let's say you have 10 leads sitting in your pipeline and five of them move forward to work with you. They sign on the dotted line, you get to work, you create the income in your business. You then know that your conversion rate is 50%. And I'm just using round numbers here so it's easy to do the math on the go. Um, So then once you know that you're consistently converting your leads into sales at a rate of 50 percent. You can project your income with even more certainty and then all of a sudden that budget that you were dreading because you were just taking a stab in the dark at the projected revenue and just hoping that it would magically arrive in your bank account. Now because you've got a marketing strategy and you know how you're going to reach, attract, and engage your ideal client, and you've got a system to track when they reach out and make contact with you, and all the steps through to them signing on the dotted line and generating that revenue into your business, you can now predict your budget with a level of certainty that you weren't able to do before. And as you... Implement your marketing strategy and have a system or a process to track your sales pipeline, you begin to build a solid understanding of your sales process and the role that you or your current staff member play in that process. So, if you've got someone that helps you in marketing and sales in your business, by tracking your process, You then get to really understand where the bottlenecks are, where the inefficiencies in your process are, and what you can do to address them by either simplifying or automating different parts of that sales process. Let me give you an example. If you are stretched too thin and you are unable to follow up with leads in a timely manner because you're doing everything manually, when someone inquires on your website, you are emailing them back and then you're having three or four emails to get a time, get into your calendar so you can actually talk to them. If you're doing all of this manually, maybe it's time for you to look at implementing a discovery call booking system, where people can book a time into your calendar without actually talking to you. They find a time that works for them and where you're available, and you just cut out a whole lot of manual tasks and reduce your time tenfold. Or... You might want to delegate some of the tasks in your sales process to an existing team member who could help you improve your efficiencies, who could help you improve your sales process and increase the efficiency, which will lead to an increase in the number of sales You know that you're able to close. Essentially, you want to get to the point where you are improving your conversion rate. So, you know, if for the first month, all you do is track your process by implementing your sales pipeline, track your current process, look at your conversion rate after the first month, make some tweaks, get rid of the bottlenecks, simplify the process, automate the process or delegate some of the tasks. Do that for a month. See how that improves your conversion rate and continue to do that over time until you have got a slick sales process and your conversion rates are increasing. So then your income is increasing without having to increase any work in the marketing side of your business. And I'm giving you all this advice today from my personal experience. These are things that I've done in my business that I've helped other people do in their business and it's worked. So this is not textbook advice or theoretic advice, this is practical advice that I know that works. So to wrap up today's episode and give you a bit of a summary of everything that we've covered because we covered quite a bit, So in order to know when is the right time to hire more staff, it's important to establish a strong marketing strategy and track your sales pipeline. This will give you a better understanding of your target market, your sales process, and the potential revenue that you can expect to generate in the future, and it will strengthen your financial projections. You also need to deeply understand your business financials and having a clear picture of your projected revenue and your expenses is crucial in determining whether or not hiring additional staff is going to be a worthwhile investment for you. So, I hope this episode has answered your questions and you now know what steps you need to take in order to. Create that consistent income so that you can hire more people and grow your business. If you want some help improving this area of your business, then I encourage you to book a scale strategy session with me. I'll pop the link in the show notes at sandrajulian.co forward slash scale. This is a free 60 minute call where we'll take a look at your current situation to see what is and isn't working. We'll identify what's possible for you and your business in the next 90 days and beyond. We'll also uncover the number one bottleneck that could be restricting your growth and holding you back from scaling. And we'll develop a three-step growth plan that will get results into your business as soon as possible, especially if what we've covered in this episode is something that you're feeling frustrated by, you're feeling uncertain about, you know, a scale strategy session will definitely help you move forward. Alrighty, that's us for this week, but before I go, I wanted to let you know about next week's episode. Next week, I am kickstarting a three-part mini-series here on the podcast that dives deep into business systems. The tools, the processes, and the people, we're going to cover it all. So be sure to come back next week. It's going to be a goodie. Before you go today, I want to thank you for being here and listening all the way to the end. All the links to this week's episode can be found in the show notes, and you can read a full blog of the episode at sandrajulian.co forward slash podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button and get new episodes as soon as they're released. If you'd like to reach out to me and chat about anything on today's episode or any of the previous episodes on the podcast, then I've got a link in the show notes so you can leave me a voice message or a video message. I really do look forward to hearing from you. Alrighty, have a productive week and I will talk to you again real soon.